Hi, welcome to Beauty for Ashes. Long time no see. Today I'm going to be doing my first podcast and video combo. And I'm just kind of going to get back into the Beauty for Ashes you know, weekly vlogs and blogs. And I know that a couple months ago I talked about this then and it just kind of fell off my list of priorities, unfortunately. And so we're back. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. And I don't really have time to today. But today is one of my favorite days of the whole year. It's Good Friday. It's my favorite day because I love to just reflect on how much Jesus did for us, how much he paid for us. And I like to think about where I would be without his sacrifice. Just I woke up this morning with this song in my heart. It's that song that Jesus paid it all. If you've never heard of it, I think you should definitely look it up. Kind of catchy. I'll sing, I'll sing a verse. It goes like this. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. That part of the song kind of comes out of Isaiah 1.18. It reads, Though your sin are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as like crimson, they shall become like wool. We are so sinful. We are born into the sin. We're evil. We have perverted minds and perverted hearts and and. We go after the gods of this world, um, although they may not be stone and, and wood these days. Um, we sacrifice a relationship with the Lord on the altar of convenience. And I do this myself all the time. And Good Friday is just such an important day to reflect and remember why Jesus God is the Lord of our life. Why he, why he should be the Lord of our life? It's because he paid it all. We were bought with a price, and we owe it all to him. I want to read to you some parts out of Isaiah 53. This is one of my favorite chapters of the whole Bible. I love Isaiah. Actually, Beauty for Ashes is based on a verse out of Isaiah. Um, so, you know, it's just one of my favorites. But I, I recommend reading it. It's so beautiful. Um, so Isaiah 53, starting in verse 2, goes like this. For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we would look at him, and no beauty that we would desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. And this is where it gets so good. Verse 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. Verse 6. Ooh. And with his wounds we are healed. All we who are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every which every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before it shares is silent. He opened not his mouth. 
by oppression and judgment he was taken away and for and for his generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living living stricken for the transgressions of my people this passage is written long before Jesus was born this is in the old testament this is Isaiah he was a prophet and he was prophesying about Jesus and about Jesus's life and what his purpose on this earth was. Jesus came just as this humble, humble being, um, born in a manger. Just He was just at the bottom. He was at the bottom of the food chain in every way. Although he was the king of the world, although he's a god of the universe, God's son himself. And just to think that you know, he, he came out of this dry groan. He had no majesty that we would look at him. He had no beauty that we would desire him. And he was re- despised and rejected. Imagine that. You're like the savior of the world. You're the hero of the day. You are the Superman of planet Earth. And people despise you and reject you and, and curse your name. But that didn't stop him. He didn't stop there. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was smitten by God and afflicted. In verse 5, it just it floors me. It floors me. That says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. Jesus never transgressed. Jesus never sinned. Jesus never, you know, he had no penalties to pay. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. We are made whole. We are made complete. And we were brought close to the Lord. We were brought close to our Savior. I love in verse 7, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep before the shearers is silent. He is so big. God is so big. He could have had angels come and rescue him at any moment. He could have struck every person that was bashing him down there while he was at the cross. He could have, he could have had them struck by a lightning. He could have stopped the scorning. He, he could have done whatever he wanted. Yet he was led to the slaughter silently. He didn't open his mouth. Even when he was being um, convicted, Jesus didn't dignify their convictions with an answer. He was quiet. The most innocent person on earth slain for us. It's just, it's beyond comprehensible in my mind. And so this is why today is so special to me is I know how sinful and evil I am. And it's because I see the purity in the Lord. No, we can justify ourselves all day long and you can, you and me, we can, we can call ourselves good and we can call ourselves righteous and we can be self-righteous. But at the end of the day, when we look at the Lord, when we look at his purity, we see how flawed, how gross, how perverted we are. And so I know 
what he paid for. I know he paid for just a total sinner. I had a friend the other day, she posted on her Instagram, this was last week, a picture of Jesus on the cross and a picture of Barabbas. And I don't know if you know the story, but the people voted that Jesus be killed rather than Barabbas. And Barabbas is this man who was a murderer. He was like a mobster. Like he, he would create mobs in the streets. He, he didn't listen to authority. He was a rule breaker. And on her story, she said something to the fact of like, we don't think it's fair that Barabbas was released and Jesus was killed until we realize that we are Barabbas. Jesus took Barabbas's place. Barabbas was released and Jesus took his payment in the same way that we were released from the bondage of hell because Jesus took our payment. And that's, we didn't work for it. We didn't do anything for it. All we have to do is accept it. And so this beautiful Good Friday with the beautiful bluebird skies and the just the, the promise of spring in the air, the promise of new life in the air. If you don't know the Lord, I just really want to encourage you that this is the time, this is the season when you can come to know him and you should. Um, and if you do know the Lord, this is a time to recommit your life and say, hey, God, what, where do you want me to go from here? You paid it all for me. Jesus, you paid it all for me. What can I do? How can I serve you? How can I love you better? And I really, truly believe that the Lord has a mission for you. He has a mission for me. And I think he wants us to be called into that. And he wants us to walk into that. So I just want to encourage you. Um, Seek him out, seek his face, thank him for his sacrifice and get excited for Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday when the Lord, um, you know, proves, proves his power by conquering hell, conquering death and coming um, to life and just be anticipation for that. Um, yeah, so get into the word and find a place to go to church here tonight off this Good Friday or on Sunday. And if you're interested, Kingdom Life Church is where I go in Anchorage. It's a really awesome church, and we're going to be having a couple services. Tonight, we're going to be having a service at 6, sorry, 7 p.m. Tonight, we're having a service at 7 p.m., and then on Sunday, we're going to have a service at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. So come and um, receive and rejoice in Jesus's resurrection. All right, we'll talk more about why I'm back and like kind of where my heart is in that but that's just what I wanted to talk about today. All right, have a good one. Be blessed.